0: Small town Missing, I'm Thomas. I'm Will. And I'm Rhonda. And before we get started, I just want to put something out into the world. What? What would you consider oh, next God. Sunday?
1: Rhonda had just, she was subject to us <laughs> to arguing over this. Oh,
0: it was a pretty angry argument because <laughs> I'm so tired of this argument. So, next Sunday would be the Sunday after the week you are currently in.
1: I feel like we're saying two different things, but we mean the same thing. But you're still saying a different <laughs> I, date. I, th-
0: I think... It's just because your week is screwed up, and you start your day wrong. Okay,
1: so we won't talk about this long, I promise. But like currently, right now, when we're recording, it's Tuesday the
0: 17th. Correct.
1: So, to me, the next Sunday would be the 21st. Because it's like that twenty second or whatever or whatever it is whatever yeah twenty yeah, second sorry I
2: guess like, I use next Sunday next and this like in next Sunday and this Sunday yeah are kind of the same thing yeah to me. honestly and that's what I do too I, I do don't
0: that. this Sunday is the Sunday that belongs to the week we are currently in so this Sunday would be the Sunday that is coming up the See, Sunday I, we, that yeah. we have not already experienced I do I because Sunday different. is the last day of the week for me. Okay. In my opinion.
1: So I, and when I say like what a day we have something that's coming up, like on whatever, 29th or whatever. And so to me, that would be the Sunday after next is now, how I, to I'd me that's next that. Sunday.
0: Cause this Sunday is the 21st <laughs> or 22nd or whatever it is. So next Sunday would be the 29th.
1: Rhonda's looking at me. I know she's on my
0: side. I know she is, hey. too, and that's what drives me insane. But I, we need to move on. Yes, I'm sorry. I just wanted to bring that out into the world because it drives me insane. That was so
1: funny, though. Y'all should have heard it. We had a good little recording, I feel <laughs> like,
0: of this. Uh, yeah, but we use language I can't allow I in know, the podcast. I know. We can't allow. We're not going, well, we I'm don't sorry, want that. I use language that we can't allow in the podcast. We
1: don't want that explicit E on there, on our
0: podcast. No, we don't. But... <sighs> You have an episode for us today. I
2: do have an episode. All
0: righty. Let's get into it.
2: Okay. This episode, I have actually two people. It's it's two separate occurrences. Mm-hmm. Two people who basically seem to have vanished into thin air. We have seen
1: a few of those, I think, over the years, Rhonda. Like, or, well, over the year, I guess, we've been doing this podcast.
2: Yeah. And I have to say, you know, just doing research for podcasts, uh, for our episodes, there are so many people out there who are missing that when you pull the information up, there's just nothing. This person was wearing, you know, such and such clothing, last seen at such and such location, no additional information available Mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, information is limited, you know, that kind of verbiage. And it's there's so many.
1: There's so many. And I mean, like, you know, I, we brought this up before. I can remember, and Thomas, I'm sure you do too, like going into like our local Walmart or something like that. They used to have like a bulletin board with all the missing people on yeah, it. Yeah.
0: And Previous. I felt like,
1: yeah. And like, I, didn't you feel like over time it just became more and more and more? And I'm like, until there was until they finally removed it. Yeah, yeah. Until they removed it, which is so sad too. Like, I mean, I would love to know more things about that. You know, I used to go by there and kind of take a look to see if I'd seen anybody, you know? And, um, um, they just need more things like that. It's it's sad that they don't have that up anymore because we need help.
2: I agree. Remember the uh, episode we did about the young woman, and I cannot think of her name, and I wish I had, I didn't even think about looking at this uh and we there are two two or three other places i believe that are doing this out west certainly Oh, the rolling billboards yes
1: the rolling billboards i do remember
2: that i Mm. sure do yes where they're putting them on tractor trailers Mm -hmm. and as they travel around the country then people get to see these people who are missing
1: yep and i mean how many times have you heard in like some stories and i think it's even been kind of covered in movies and stuff i think it's like um there was one recent film that kind of did it, but it's like billboards, like people are putting up more billboards about information, like, you know, missing people. And that's very important because, I mean, at the end of the day, how many people would see that billboard, like just driving by it and be, and, and just start maybe – at least have a face that they could look at to be on the lookout for or something like that. It's sad that a lot of these cases we talk about don't get the treatment that, you know, that we're, what we're used to, like a lot of these podcasts cover these cases and it's like, Oh, we know Lauren Spear and we know Maura Murray and all of them, but we don't know half of the other people. Like that's the thing. Cause we just don't talk about them in like day to day conversation.
2: Right. I agree. I agree. There needs definitely be more emphasis and more, Uh, exposure to the general public Mm -hmm. have you seen this person Mm -hmm. and people probably don't think about it like uh, in our first case Bethany Lynn uh, Markowitz disappeared from a mall Yeah, were there people in the mall who could have said or out in the parking lot who could say yeah I did see her
1: exactly I mean how many people too like go to the mall though and then like you know The amount of people that are in and out every day, it's so hard to keep track of people. So I'm hoping that there is somebody that would have seen her, but who's to say? I mean, some people are, you're just doing your own thing sometimes when you're at the mall and you don't even think about it.
2: Oh, definitely. I agree with that. Okay. Uh, Well, as I said, uh, the first person in the cases for today is bethany leanne markowski and she was 11 years old when she went missing in jackson tennessee on march 4th 2001 Mm -hmm. now bethany's parents larry and johnny joe had separated early that year and according to reports that split was pretty contentious yeah and i don't think the divorce was final when bethany disappeared but the the family was no longer together. Mm-hmm. And I don't know exactly where they were living prior to the separation, but afterwards, Johnny, Joe, and Bethany lived in Nashville while Larry lived in Gleason, Tennessee. Okay, okay. So they did live apart. Yeah, Gleason, Tennessee is more west western part of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. In early March 2001, Bethany was visiting her father in Gleason. At some point during the visit, uh, they traveled to Little Rock, Arkansas. I think it was to visit one of his friends. Okay according to charlie project they went traveling to they were traveling to waverly tennessee exit off of i40 on march 4th and he was returning bethany to her mother i40 goes from jackson tennessee and it's about an hour and a half drive from jackson to waverly okay so at 3:30 p.m. Larry and Bethany stopped at Old Hickory Mall in Jackson. Now, I assume they stopped because Larry probably needed a break from driving. Yeah, just to walk around a little bit. Yeah, and it's about 200 miles from Little Rock to Jackson. So if they had been over in Little Rock earlier that day, that's kind of a long drive.
1: Oh, yeah, you got to stretch your legs. Shoot, I've done that a lot of times.
2: Yeah, and so he still had about an hour and a half to go. So I, I can certainly see stopping to take a break. Now, Bethany went into the mall while Larry napped in the car. According to Charlie Project, larry woke up about an hour later and went into the mall looking for bethany Mm -hmm. according to fbi.gov Larry woke up about two hours later oh. and then went in search for Bethany.
1: I mean, that's a, yeah, that's a big discrepancy. An hour of time where she's unaccounted for still? Like, you know, that's, you know, I guess not huge, but still big enough to like wonder what happened, like why there is that discrepancy that he said.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there was some kind of miscommunication, mm-hmm. why one source may say one and then another. But at 5.15, which is less than two hours, I mean, if they stopped at 3.30, it's not, yeah. not quite two hours. Yeah, a little less than two. But at 5.15, he contacted law enforcement To uh, to let them know He couldn't find Bethany Mm -hmm. According to investigators Bethany was not seen On any security cameras Any footage around the mall And there's no proof That she actually Entered the mall Oh so Yeah that's weird There would be proof Of her walking around somewhere I'm sure if she was in there If she was in the mall Yeah She's not captured On any of the security footage and in he didn't mall. watch her, like, walk into the doors, because I guess he was napping at the time? Uh, probably. She probably just got out of the car and said, hey, I'm going to go into the mall for a little bit. And so I'll he like, back yeah. in just, you know, a few minutes. And he's like, okay, uh, I'll, I'm here, obviously. And how old was she, Rhonda, again? She was 11.
1: 11. That's a little young. To me, I mean, that's just yeah, a little I'm young. I'm sorry.
0: I'm not letting my 11-year-old kid into the mall by themselves. Yeah,
1: that's a little... I don't know. And so, like, yeah, I would at least watch her maybe, like, go in. And I'm not blaming anybody, but, like, it is scary, like, you know, especially. Because
2: what year was this again, Rhonda? That's it, what I was going to say. This is two thousand and one. Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: but oh yeah. But still thinking, like there were times where I would go into stores by myself in the mall, but you knew where I was, and I was told not to leave it until you'd come and get me. Yeah. Until you were done wherever you were.
2: Yeah. Instead of like having the whole mall to traverse like by
0: yourself. Yeah. You know, that's a and lot it, for an eleven-year-old.
2: Yeah, but were you younger than eleven, or would you say you're about that age? About
0: that age, possibly younger. But I mean, it was again. I was told to stay in the store and not leave the store mm-hmm. and not try to find you. You would come to me. Yeah, you if, if, The rare times we ever did that.
1: Rhonda would knock somebody in the head for Thomas. I know that's, for, that's true.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm just feet, feet of her.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to think of when I might have done that because that you – know, <laughs> No? I dropped my child off in a store and said, well, i think. I'll be it back. was, I'll be back.
0: The only times I remember you doing it, it was whenever we were with – I'm not going to say names, but with uh, – other kids. I, we had other kids with us.
1: Yeah, so it was like multiple kids yeah. or something like that in the same store or something yeah. like that.
0: It was never just me by myself. Okay, okay. so you would always have like a yeah, buddy. Yeah, there, there was somebody there. It was not like – it wasn't like, oh, I'm just walking around the mall by myself. Well,
1: 2001, though, I mean, still, I mean, I know it feels like a million years ago, but it wasn't that long ago. But still, I feel like it was a different time. Like, you know, like the world – is still, well, although, I mean, I guess 9-11 did happen. So, I mean, I think everything kind of changed after that, like – I, I know my family didn't ever want me to go anywhere by myself after you know nine eleven and stuff happened, but even before that, like it's still scary. It's it's kind of scary for the idea of you like. Having your 11 year old kind of walk around by themselves. That is scary to me. And I mean, granted, I don't know their situation. I, I'm not going to put blame or victim, like judge anybody because I'm not a parent, so I have no right to do that. But I don't know. that To me, it, it's like I, I wish he would have been or gone in there with her or something like it, that. Hindsight's 2020. Hindsight is 2020 for sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're talking about uh, Jackson, smaller town. Yeah. Um, you know, the timing, 2001, people probably weren't as. Concerned about yeah, or things like that, yeah. as they are now. Mm-hmm. You know, something could happen to someone. But uh, anyway, just moving on. Yes, she went into the mall and uh, wasn't captured on any of the film footage. Now, sometime later, several witnesses saw Bethany with an unidentified Caucasian woman. Mm-hmm. According to authorities, the woman tried to enroll Bethany in a southwestern Tennessee school in April oh. 2001, so a month later. Oh. The woman and Bethany were later reported boarding a bus Investigators think the two may have traveled to Moline, Illinois. Now, I, I didn't see usually whenever I'm doing researching on these uh, episodes or these cases, it'll say like unconfirmed sightings. Yeah, I didn't see anything like that. It was like,
1: oh, maybe like they really thought this was a real sighting.
2: Maybe they really did think it was Bethany. Now, I would be curious uh, to know what she told the school. What was the child's name? Yeah, why, and, yeah. Why did she have? Why was she enrolling the child? She say enough. she just moved in.
1: Yeah. That's weird. And she's old enough, too, to, like, know... You know, I've, at 11, I mean, you kind of know, like, Stranger Danger and stuff like that. you think... And you would think maybe if, if that was Bethany, she would have maybe tried to tell somebody. But I, I don't know. I mean, that is, that is weird. Like, I can understand a younger kid, maybe, them doing that and enrolling in a school. I feel like that would be harder to do with an
2: older kid, especially who, like, can speak for herself, you know? And that's what I'm wondering, if maybe this really wasn't Bethany, because, like I said... 11 years old, she would be old enough, you would think, to say, look, this is not my parent. Yeah. And I need help. You know, let me just stay here until you call the police. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm just kind of wondering, and not, you know, these witnesses. I I don't know how, if they knew Bethany, if maybe they saw pictures. I I don't know if they were uh, actually eyewitnesses. But anyway... I just think that's a little odd. That yeah. An 11 year old, if that were the case, if she'd been abducted, wouldn't yeah. say, look, I need help. True. I, you know, I think we've talked about it before, too.
1: We don't know what kind of uh, things maybe if that was Bethany that she would have been subjected to. So who who's to say? I mean, like, you know, I'm sure it might have been scarier for her to speak up too. You know, I could see it both ways, honestly. Yeah, I'm afraid we're going around in circles on this episode. I know.
2: Well, it's hey, like we said, a lot of speculation. I'm sorry. We don't know much about this case. That's that's true. And uh, the two, they police checked, and they didn't get off the bus in Moline. So somewhere in between. Maybe got off. They got off. Okay. Uh, the woman is described as approximately 42 to 44 years old, 5'4 uh, to 5'5 and weighed 185 pounds, mm-hmm. had dark circle under uh, her eyes, which were brown. Yeah. And her hair was blonde and frizzy. She appeared to be unkept, quote, is what I found. And the description goes on to say that she may have been suffering from a hangover. Oh, So it's a very detailed description. Uh, Yeah, I I don't know. It's just very interesting. Somebody really thought that this was odd.
1: I think that whenever they saw it. It
2: caught somebody's attention. It really did. I will give you that. Yes. And there's a sketch of the unknown woman and pictures of Bethany as well as an age-progressed picture of bethany on charlie project Mm -hmm. now fbi.com also contains a picture around the time of her disappearance and and the aged progressed picture of bethany and an anonymous tip link oh okay cool and we've included uh those links will be included in our show notes Uh, now while investigators think it's possible it was bethany Uh, then she may have been abducted by strangers. I've also found that authorities have not completely ruled out either of her parents in her disappearance.
1: Yeah, the dad's a little, it's a little odd. Um, I could see why, you know, they'd have it. So for sure.
2: Yeah, and I, you know, I I read that different ways. Well, and I will go on to say, I didn't see anywhere where it specifically said either parent was a person of interest Mm -hmm. or a suspect, but you know when you have something like this a separation or a divorce sometimes a non-custodial parent will take a child yeah but we're talking 22 years ago now mm-hmm. so i just don't i just don't know about that yeah
1: to me that that's so hard like especially if it was something yeah that that that's hard to keep up in my mind like this whole charade of her being and if if this person is like taking her or something like that and like and now she's 20 years older, and, you know, I don't know, that to me is hard, like, to go on with that charade for long term, especially when you're trying to give her a new name and enroll her in school. I don't know, that is weird.
2: Yeah, and I I agree, and usually in those type cases where a non-custodial parent takes a child, they usually aren't in the area anymore. I don't know if they'd necessarily leave the country, but, you know, you don't really have contact with them, and I did see that he had given a, had given, uh, Larry had given an interview fairly recently Mm -hmm. about what had happened and was just you know giving his side of it so you know obviously he's still in the area yeah i wonder if anything's changed
1: like if his story's changed over the years or anything i don't know
2: i don't know i don't recall right Mm -hmm. off but yeah like i said a non-custodial parent i just don't know that i see that
1: yeah i agree with you
2: yeah um okay so description of bethany uh she's caucasian with brown hair and green eyes at the time of her disappearance, she was five four to five foot tall, mm-hmm. weighed 95 to 100 pounds. She was wearing a green t-shirt, blue or black jeans, and black slip-on shoes. Her hair was shoulder length with bangs. She has a mold on her left breast and freckles on her cheeks and nose. Mm-hmm. And now she would be 33. Yeah,
1: still young. I always uh, gosh, it feels so long ago, but yeah, she'd still be very young
2: yeah yeah uh and if you have any information on bethany's disappearance you know if you were in the mall yeah uh, if you ran a kiosk or whatever and mm-hmm. you can remember something like that contact jackson police department 731-425-8400 or the tennessee bureau of investigation at 800-824-3463
0: mm-hmm. all right and now part two of our episode
2: yes on uh, the second missing persons for this episode is Kim Sue Leggett and she was 21 years old when she disappeared from Mercedes, Texas on October 9th, 1984. Mm -hmm. Now Kim worked as a secretary at Ross cotton gin, which is owned by her father-in-law. Leggett was attending college and studying to be an x-ray technician. Oh wow. She also had a one-year-old son. She was Mm -hmm. married and had a one-year-old. Obviously her step, uh, like I said, her father-in-law owned the gin where she worked Mm -hmm. at 430 On October 9th, a customer came in with a load of produce. Kim helped him weigh it, uh, and then then the customer left. Mm -hmm. And just after 4.30, Kim was seen talking with two men. The three of them were standing next to Kim's car and a second car. And the second car was described as white and could have been a sports car. But I didn't see any uh, sketches as to what the car may have looked like or any guesses as to what it may have been. The same customer, the one that came in at 4.30, came back at five with another load. Kim had disappeared.
1: Oh, wow. And that to me, Rhonda, at the cotton gin, you're saying that there was like this sports car. That kind of stands out for sure. I feel like, which not saying people who work at the cotton gin can't have a sports car, but I don't know. I wouldn't with this working class. I think it'd be more like trucks and especially for what they had to do.
2: So that is odd. Well, I don't know if I'd call that odd. I mean, it could have been someone in the local community just saw that she was there, saw her vehicle there, stopped in to say something to her. Yeah. I, I don't know. But I assume the two men are associated with the caller Yeah, car. for sure. All right. At 4.45 p.m. that afternoon, two calls were made to Kim's parents' home. The caller said that Leggett had been kidnapped and demanded a ransom. Oh, wow. Her parents thought this was just a joke, and I believe oh. uh, the father or stepfather hung up. Oh, wow. And then there was the second call. Uh, but they called the gin when they thought it was just a joke, and they got no answer. Mm. So Leggett's father drove to the gym gin and found kim's car with her purse and keys inside never a good sign inside the gin he found her books on the office desk because she was studying college a calculator was still turned on
1: oh wow so yeah it's like you know she was in the middle of something and something happened it looks like
2: yeah and i don't know if the calculator would have turned itself off after so long but yeah. it's still still on okay kim's family received a ransom note demanding twenty two hundred fifty thousand dollars a few days after her abduction the ransom note appeared to be written by kim while the envelope had been addressed by someone else oh
1: okay so they made her write her own ransom note
2: yes Mm -hmm. kim's stepfather lefty gardner was a pilot and member of the commemorative air force which at the time of her disappearance was known as the confederate air force Uh one theory her stepfather had refused to smuggle contraband into mexico And Leggett's abduction abduction was in retaliation, but there's little evidence to back that up.
1: I mean, listen, I mean, you always have to uh, kind of at least look into things like that, because you never know. You really never know. Yeah. That's interesting, though, Rhonda.
2: Yeah, and her husband cooperated with law enforcement and is not considered a suspect, Mm -hmm. and he divorced Leggett after her abduction. And I'm not sure why the divorce, unless it had something to do with... uh, I, I insurance. I, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Really sure. That
1: is weird. Yeah, that it, it sounds cold when you say it. But then I can. I'm sure there are extenuating circumstances somehow.
2: Yeah, there had to be some reason. I'm yeah. sure. No suspects have been named in Kim's disappearance. Oh wow! So that's just it. Yeah, that's just we just know nothing else about it. Well, that's what I said when we started this. I have two people who vanished into thin air. Oh
1: man, you would think that would be especially because. I, so I guess they never got a follow up ransom ransom note or
2: anything like that. No. Oh, no. and I've got that yeah, let me wrap this up. Yeah. And that's that's what I've got in yeah. here. According to Texas uh, Department of Public Safety, neither the phone call nor the letter were followed up on. Uh, really? Neither. Uh Law enforcement believes Kim was murdered by her kidnappers. Yeah. A link to the Texas Department of Public Safety will be is included in our show notes. And you'll find a picture of Kim uh, there as well as information on a $3,000 reward from Texas Crime Stoppers to anybody providing information that leads to the arrest of person or persons who took Kim.
1: Yeah, it sounds like persons to me, especially if those guys are kind of looking a are they're, they're looking more and more like viable suspects to me.
2: Yeah. Uh, There's also a link to submit an online tip on that site. Uh, You can find photos of Kim on Charlie Project as well as sketches of the two men she was talking to uh, shortly before her disappearance. Uh, Kim is Caucasian with blonde hair, blue eyes. At the time of her disappearance, she was 5'6 and weighed about 110 pounds. She has a scar on her chin and her ears are pierced. Mm -hmm. And she would now be 60 years old. Oh, wow. Do you
1: think... um yeah, $250,000 is a lot for a ransom, especially for, I mean, I'm not, not saying that Kim's life isn't worth worth that, it is, like, a life is, you know, priceless. But still, like, I don't know how kidnappers come up with these numbers. It's like, oh, I've seen, like, such vastly different numbers. It's like, oh, 15000 oh, no, $250,000. i am like, I wonder what happened, like, why they would
2: do that for, you know, how they pick those people to do that, you know? I, I don't know. I don't know where you come up with a number like that. I mean, I would assume that maybe her family was well off and they, they're they like, oh, you know, this they can pay up. Pay yeah, this. they can pay up maybe. Yeah. But why 250000 Why not a million? Yeah. Uh, Do you, you're right. Um, well,
1: was that kind of like, Carrie, did Carrie Lawson, whenever they did her case, did she have a ransom note that came up with her? She did. That's what I thought. It kind of reminded me of Carrie Lawson's case a little bit. Like, you know, I don't know. That's just so, so weird. That's, a, that's interesting. right I can't believe they never followed up on that stuff.
2: No. Uh, well, and, well, uh, let me go ahead and do this. If you have any information regarding Kim's disappearance, you can contact the Mercedes Police Department, 956-565-3102. I, well, and think about the Kerry Lawson case. I mean, they had a suspect, and they pretty much knew who did it, and they've got one person in jail, the accomplice, who yeah. worked with him, and they just have never found uh, Kerry Lawson. Yeah, they've well, he ended up,
1: like, didn't he commit suicide, like, right before he was supposed to be... Uh, yes attain yep i yes. do remember that i'm like i don't know there has to be somebody who knows something out there about that especially because she just randomly disappeared like you whenever people vanish like that it's like either miss dorsey or something like that like there's someone out there that
2: knows what happened and can come forward you know um, i would agree now we're looking at how far back let me take a look at this these notes i think this was what 19 this is 84? 84 84 that's yeah. right so we're looking at almost 40 years ago now mm. so you know Finding someone, maybe you can yeah. find someone because she was awfully young, and maybe the two men that they saw were off were younger also. Yeah, I've looked at the sketches, and you really can't tell a, a lot, but maybe they could find someone who knows.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it looks like every other person. It's like the Zodiac we talked about last week um, with uh, the Bates case. It was like um Sherry Joe. Uh, it's like they probably looked like every other person, you know. And it's just like all the rant. it's all those normal looking people that you have to worry about sometimes. <laughs>
2: Well, and like I said, I'm, I'm I wish I had more information on these two, but this is what I see quite often yeah. when I do research: is they're they're gone, yeah. and there's not a suspect, and there's not a lead, and it's unfortunate. But again, if anyone saw anything around the gym, anything unusual, uh, contact the Mercedes Police Department. Exactly, and then also in uh, Bethany's case, if anyone happened to be in that mall area, it can recall anything. Certainly contact uh, Tennessee Bureau of Investigation or mm-hmm. Jackson Police Department.
1: Get old TBI. All
0: right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Please continue to like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, give us your suggestions. Uh, we're really enjoying it. Yep. So catch you next week. Bye. Oh. Bye.
2: Oh, Instagram. Say Drew. oh, oh yeah, yeah Instagram. Uh, check
0: us out on Instagram. Small town missing. Look at Thomas. Uh, should be all lowercase. Uh, is it all one word or are there spaces? I thought all there was one all, word. all one word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, small town missing all one word uh, at Instagram. So just check us out. Uh, follow us, and there you can send suggestions too. Yeah. So if you've got any cases you want, hit us up there. Yeah. And
2: I do have two. I have a. Uh, I have had two people put some. Uh, requests in or ask us to do some research one is a murder and one is a missing Mm -hmm.
0: okay so we'll hit we'll try to get those soon yes [3] so thank you guys again and we'll catch you next week